kids. Before we start today's episode, I want to tell you that today we have no sneak peek and no mystery sound because today we're having a special guest. Well, it isn't really a guest, it's just a video that we're gonna listen to. Keep listening. You're listening to History, Zoology, and Stories for Kids, where we find out the mysteries in history, the whiz for zoology, and super stories. Let's get started. Hey kids, and welcome back to History, Zoology, and Stories for Kids. Today, our history will be about the typewriter and our story today is the burglar's breakfast and for our zoology it's all about insects and the and the specific insect that we're learning about today is the carpenter ant my friend clarenza made a presentation about carpenter ants uh, pretty much three months ago and I was thinking we might be able to listen to that presentation for our episode today. Now, on with the show! Okay kids, so here are some facts about the typewriter. So first, a person who uses a typewriter is called a typist. And maybe you've seen uh, maybe your mom or dad's laptop and you notice the first uh, six letters. There is Q-W-E-R-T-Y. We call that layout the QRT layout. The layout was, that layout was created in 1874 for Scholes and Glyden typewriters. A typewriter is a device used to write characters onto a piece of paper. The first patent for a typewriter, uh, the first patent for a typewriter was in 1714 by a by English inventor Henry Mill. The Scholes and Glyden typewriters were invented by 1878 by American inventor Christopher Latham. Scholes. Typewriters fell out of popularity and use in the 1980s because people started using computers and tablets. Now, today, some people still use typewriters. Now, not many people use typewriters today, but maybe you found a typewriter in an old closet or in your attic. Now, some, maybe your mom or dad used to use that typewriter, and maybe you can ask them if you could use that. Okay, now let's get on with our story, The Burglar's Breakfast. Let's read. 
Let's read the burglar's breakfast. And here to help me, we have our co-host, Sophia. Hi! Okay, the burglar's breakfast by, by Fella Kitty Everett and illustrated by Christian Fox. Chapter 1. Breakfast. Alfie Briggs was a burglar, but he wasn't a good one. Tonight, he'd stolen a broken lawnmower and a bird, a talking bird, and almost woke up the whole street. Stop, thief! squawked the bird. Button it, bird brain, replied Alfie. After a hard night, Alfie liked to go home to a tasty breakfast. Breakfast was his main meal of the day. He always ate at least three courses. Wow, that's a lot. Have any of you eaten three breakfasts in just one morning? Have you? No. I know, that's almost too much for me to digest. So, Alfie tried to make sure he never ran out of five breakfast foods he liked best. Looking around his kitchen, it was easy to see what they were. Chapter 2. No Breakfast Alfie's stomach gave a hungry growl. It was time for breakfast. Hmm, what shall I have first? Cornflakes, I think, thought Alfie. He hunted high and low, but he couldn't find the cornflakes. Hmm, that's funny. I thought I had a box left, said Alfie. Just then, he noticed a trail of cornflakes leading out of the door and up the street. It could only mean one thing. I've been burglared, said, exclaimed Alfie. Someone had stolen Alfie's cornflakes. He decided to track down the thief and get back his breakfast. Wow, that is amazing. Let's pause there for a second. So, uh, have any of you been so hungry for breakfast, you were willing to just find find your breakfast just like that? I mean, Alfie just couldn't, Alfie just could have had something else, right? What do you think? Yeah. Okay, let's go on. Chapter 3, On the Trail. Nose pressed against the his magnifying glass, Alfie followed the cornflake trail. Just wait till I find out who stole my cornflakes, said Alfie. He followed the trail into the park. He followed it to Pet's Corner. The thief would be sorry he stolen from, from Alfie. Okay. Suddenly, Alfie came face to face with the thief. The thief looked even grumpier than Alfie. What's more, he had two sharp horns. Whoops, said Alfie. 
a nice goat, said Alfie. The goat glared at Alfie. Perhaps he didn't like his breakfast interrupted. Uh, I don't think I want cornflakes after all. They're too crunchy, said Alfie nervously. Wow, he even found, he even grumbled at a goat for stealing his cornflakes. Wow, right? Have you ever been angry to someone because they took something from you? Hmm, probably. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll continue. what he'd have for breakfast instead of cornflakes. He had planned on having some scrambled egg with butter, nice and runny. But then, crunch, he stepped on a broken eggshell. A fox had eaten all his eggs. Just like that. Alfie was furious and cross. First, his cornflakes had been snabbled by a greedy goat. Now, his plan for eggs had been scrambled by a cheeky fox. He stomped home. He flung open his front door, then stormed into the kitchen. Next, he planned on having some sardines. And then, something happened. All six sardines had vanished. This time, he had an idea of who the thief might have been. Tibbles, keep your thieving paws to yourself, he yelled at his cat Tibbles. Out, as he, as he threw, he said as he threw Tibbles out. Alfie was furious. First, no cornflakes, then no eggs, now no sardines. He would have to make waffles. Alfie set the table and turned on the oven. Then he went to get his waffles. Grrr, someone had, been, had beaten him to it. Luckily, they'd left a trail. Alfie followed it. The thieves had eaten, hadn't eaten the waffles, but now Alfie didn't want it, didn't want to eat them either. Cheese, not good enough for you, eh, you little villains? He said to some mice inside the hole. What kind of a sneaky lowdown creep steals the sugar from my nose? Oh, oops. Uh, sorry, listeners. We actually accidentally skipped a page. Chapter 5, Sugar Shock. Alfie sighed. No cornflakes, no eggs, no sardines, no waffles. Was there anything to eat? He was in luck. There was a big, juicy grapefruit in the fruit bowl. Hmm, lovely, said Alfie. He licked his lips. I'll just get the sugar. But the 
sugar was gone. Ugh! What kind of a sneaky little down creep steals the sugar from under my nose? He yelled. It just, it wasn't just one sneaky creep. There were hundreds, but they were very small. Alfie took out his magnifying glass. He'd soon find out who was making off with his sugar. Chapter six. Still no breakfast. By the time Alfie had solved the mystery, there wasn't a single of, single grain of sugar left. Alfie felt cross and hungry. He was so angry he smashed the grapefruit. Right out of the window. Then he paused. Oh dear! Maybe this was how people felt when he burgled their houses. Alfie felt ashamed, but he was. But he also still felt hungry. There was only one thing left to do. He would have to go out for breakfast. I'm going to buy breakfast. I'm going to. If I'm going to buy breakfast, I'll need to find some. What do you call that stuff again? He wondered. Money? Thought his dog Brown. Chapter seven. Paper plan. At Rosie's cafe, Alfie ate enormous breakfast, but even that didn't cheer him up. I don't want to be a burglar anymore. But what else can I do? Thought Alfie. As he drank his coffee, Alfie glanced at the newspaper. He read something which gave an idea. He took a closer look. Need a job? Can you follow trails, track down stolen goods, catch crooks, spot clues, keep a cool head? The Stop a Thief Detective Agency needs you. Read. Alfie. Then Alfie remembered remembered his whole entire day, and he had been able to do all those things. Well, almost all those things. Then he read the last line of the list. Can I keep a cool head? Hmm. Alfie shrugged. He hadn't been cool about the grapefruit, but who can keep their cool when they're hungry? The Stop a Thief Detective Agency gave Alfie a job the same day. The boss had never known anyone like him. Caught red-handed, said Alfie. Alfie caught more crooks in his first week than all the other detectives put together, and he never stole another thing—not even breakfast. Well, that's it for our story today, kids. Now on with our zoology. My friend Clarenza ha- has a presentation about carpenter ants that she put that our teacher put online for all to see. Now we're going to listen to it. Stay tuned.
to my friend Clarenza's presentation about carpenter ants. Let's listen together. Hi. Oh, sorry kids. Hi, my name is Clarenza. Can you guess what animal I'm going to present? Here's a riddle. I am sometimes a soldier that is part of an army. I am also an insect that is in a colony. What am I? Yes, that's right. It's an ant. This ant is a large ant called the carpenter ant. Did you know that females and males have different roles? The males fertilizes the princess and then dies. Yes, it's sad but true. While the females do most of the work, the queen lays eggs for the colony and can lay over a million eggs. Presentations from our friends. Just listen to the next episode, which is a bonus one. Well, see you soon, kids. Thanks for listening. Bye.